Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Psychic Medium Tony Green, and I am Tony Green, the Psychic Medium, here to do this show for you. So let's get started right away. First and foremost, this show airs on WSCS, all of its streaming channels, Rude Rangers TV, all of its streaming channels, all of the blog talks, all of the podcasts, blog talk also, it airs on blog talk, all of the podcasts and radio stations, well, the radio stations that air on, not every radio station. Um, so um, if you are watching on or listening on any of those uh, venues, thank you so very much for joining us here today. So grateful to have you here today. If you would like to join us live um, every Monday and Wednesday, uh, the show goes live on YouTube at noon central, and you can call in 845-277-9131, okay? So if you have a question, you want to connect to somebody on the other side, the call number is 845-277-9131. If you're on YouTube, you can absolutely put your question into YouTube. I will get to it if and when I can now. I'm going back and forth between the call log and YouTube. So sometimes I might skip a number. Is that you are going to be able to you know, I'm really not the answer I thought I was gonna get, I'm not getting. And um the first and foremost, I'm really sorry about your situation. I'm very sorry about um, what's going on for you. And they're really not giving me a specific way that you can survive this or get through this. Um, I know that typically I would say workers' comp, but I'm not even hearing that. I feel like workers' comp has failed. They're not yes. doing anything they don't have to do at this time and point. And even if you do have legal representation, which I'm assuming you do, uh, legal representation can't make, is not making workers' comp pay. So the one thing that I am hearing for you is that you may have to go on, and there's absolutely no shame in this. It'll just be paid back out of the case. If you have to go on some kind of government um, assistance, which might not be the amount you need, but at least it will be something. Yes, I'm getting that now, yes. Okay, thank you uh, for the confirmation. I do feel like that is going to be something that's going to help you. The only other thing I can get is, you know, I do get that sometimes places like or facilities like workers' comp try to drive things out because they know people can't make it. And the one thing I'm hearing 
tighten it up as tight as you can, which I know you have, and do not let them, do not let them win. Um, I feel like within a year or at the six-year mark, this is going to all be done and over, and you will have, but you're going to have to make a choice at that point of, uh, can I let this be the amount or can I let this be the total? And that's your choice of what you do. But I'm going to tell you it will be fair, but you might not feel like it's just. And um, it's going to be a choice between if you let it go to year seven or eight, there won't be much of a difference in the total amount, okay? Mm -hmm. So in the end, it will be the same amount or near the same amount, but you will not kind of suffer as long financially the way that you're suffering right now. I hope that makes sense to you, sweet girl. It it does, yes. Okay. So right around the six-year, maybe at that five-and-a-half-year mark, they really start to talk about, they're going to want to, I'm going to tell you something, they're going to want to clean this up this year. They're go- For whatever reason, they're going to want to clean this up this year, meaning they're going to want to <clears throat> resolve it this year. And I feel like when they resolve, if, if they can resolve it this year, hold a line. Have a number in your head that you won't go below for certain things, remembering a lot of things need to be paid back, like everything you're living off of right now from, excuse me, the government mm-hmm. will have paid back by workers' comp. But hold mm-hmm. a number, and I feel like that number will come to you. And I'm going to tell you, having been in a couple of accidents myself, the amount that people think from TV or whatever, that they're, you know, the amount people get, oh, you know, she's living, no, it is never worth the pain or the suffering or the anything, the loss of the... um, Right, right, of life. It's it's never worth it. It's never, like, every, all day long, I would choose my full life over any injury um exactly and 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 so i think but the bigger message i'm getting for you is when this comes don't let anybody know cut it at the quick Mm -hmm. and don't um and i'm hearing that song wanna be a baller shot caller um don't be like making it rain for anybody don't help like you need it's almost like you need to take this money and um forage it or put it away someplace safe but don't don't help others out because chances are if you help them you will not get it back it will not come back to you learn this lesson already learned and push it forward. Just keep pushing it forward, and you are going to be just fine. Okay, beautiful? 
Wow, thank you. You are so, so welcome. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. And we will, like, I'm going to do a clearing right now. Anybody who is waiting on money, whether it be from something like this, from a job, unemployment, all that is stopping or blocking this money from coming to us has been cleared. I get a no. We're going to clear that. We are going to get more than a fair amount. I get a yes. So let's strengthen that. Yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So let's get through that. and Let's get this, these blockages. And, sweetie, I want you to re-listen to this every day so that you can um, make sure that anything that's stopping or blocking you from getting this money or getting the fair amount will be cleared away right away. Okay, sweet girl? Okay, thank you. You are so, so welcome. You have an amazing day. You too. Thank you. Okay, you guys, I am going to do a clearing. Somebody online was talking about their home, and in their home they often feel um, sick. So we're going to clear everybody's home. So I'm going to say our homes are cleared. I get a no. We're going to clear that. Our homes are healthy. Again, I get a no. Uh, let me know, everybody online, let me know how that feels. Um, and this does all, all of these clearings work for anybody listening, anybody watching, anybody re-watching, re-listening on any venue. And it doesn't only work the first time. If you come back in a week and you listen to it or you play that part of it every single morning, Um, It will clear your home every single morning, and um, I hope that that does help. Um, Yeah, there is a lot going on out there, isn't there? I'm just going to leave that at that, and I'm going to go to 850. 850, what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Michelle, and I'm calling from Florida. Hey, Michelle, how are you today? Hey, awesome to talk to you again. Oh, well, i got a lot on my mind. My brother, I think, is dying, and he's like, no one's going to know when I die. I'm, no one's going to know for a couple days. You know, he's just so secretive and controlling. And i got my other sister that's on drugs, and she's being evicted and wants to move into the house and trying to control my brother. And then it's really weird. My dad went through a lawsuit years and years ago of course he's passed away now so he put the house in my mom and my brother's name but on the deed it says the property is all three of his siblings so i'm like and then my brother's going to try to give the the house to my nephew and i'm like oh my god where do you see the outcome of all this it's like i'm kind of okay. in the middle and it's like i don't know what to do because i'm not i'm my mother's power of attorney and I want to be right in God's eyes and do the right thing. You know what I mean? Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. That's that's kind of a lot, and that's typically more like a full reading because there are like three or four different elements that I think you're asking about in that statement. So I'm going to bring it down to maybe one element, one solid question, which would be I do you want to know where the house ends up or how the house ends up? I guess the house and the property, how do you see that ending up in the end? 
Okay, the first thing I hear is fair. I feel like it doesn't matter where somebody wants it to go. I feel like it should just be put in a statement in the way of this to everyone involved. Listen, we are going to, this, this deed is in three, you know, the sibling things. We're going to A, either sell it and split it equally amongst those siblings, or B, if one sibling wants to give it to somebody, um, they can buy out the other two siblings. And that's, or other three, other siblings, and it's just that simple. And if they don't agree, just tell them, well, this will be in court a lot longer than any of us will be around, so let's just come to a fair agreement, okay? Um, I do feel like what I'm hearing as of right now, and of course, anybody can throw a wrench in this, and make it not happen. But as of right now, what I'm hearing is this property will sell and the funds will be split. Um, and that's just gonna be the end of it because that is just how it's going to go. It's the way it's going to be. I feel like the, 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 the property will be sold, the funds will be split, and um, whatever any whatever plans anybody else has, that's that's kind of on them. That's kind of I hear that song like that's on you, babe. That's not on me, babe. Like that's their that's their, that's their problem. Whatever that is. Um, and at the end of the day, one of the things I would say if I were in your shoes perhaps people are much better with analogies than they are with reason um, so if if I were in your shoes one of the things I would be saying from the get-go is um, number one don't ask me to do anything you yourself wouldn't do or would, don't ask me to accept anything you yourself wouldn't accept and number two um, don't don't do anything that's not equal. At, at the end of the day, this is about all things being equal. It doesn't matter if your sister's on drugs. She's still your sister. She still gets her fair share. If she wants to shoot it all up her arm, that's on her, babe. That's on her. In the eyes of all that is, it's not up to you to say because of choices she made, she doesn't get her fair share. Um, how she uses that, that's her problem, not yours. You cannot, nobody can control that amount or, or put her on an allowance. Even if you want to, she's a full-grown adult. Unfortunately, that, that's just the way it's going to be. Um, number two, nobody gets to state what they want over anybody else because they're not more important and that's what I have for you okay love thank you so much yeah my 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 brother wanted to give the property to my nephew who is raising uh, my nephew because my sister died and I don't have a problem with that you know but I think my other sister is going to cause problems you know what I mean but you've been really wonderful in helping me out you know 
No, you're so welcome, and I'm so grateful that it was helpful, and um, I will be here again to help you in the future. And thank you so much for calling in, love. Bless. God bless, love. Okie dokie. Um, A lot of people online are saying that they felt uh, the clearing. Um, And... um, Hey, Rebecca, how are you? And, you know, here's the thing. Um, You might, Anne keeps saying she feels sick in her house. I would get a a mold kit and check if there's mold in your house. And um, that might be a really good place for you to start, Anne. I don't know that that it's that for sure, but I would definitely that, sweetie. And I can't remember if I just did 614, but I'm going to go to 614 and see. 614, what's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Hilton. I'm calling from Ohio. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing good. Sorry for the background noise. I'm walking outside. Okay. Can you, are you on speakerphone or... No, I took it off. I was on AirPods okay. before right now. Excellent. How can I help you? Um, I was wondering what's coming up for me in love. Okay, that's a lot of noise in the background. So while I answer that, I'm just going to put you on mute. Um, don't go anyplace. I'm going to mute you just so that we don't hear all that noise in the background because that is um, – that's a little distracting. So what's coming up for you in love? Um, there are some changes coming in, and you're going to have to make some choices. Um, Mid-March, it feels like things are going to, I don't know if it's things are just going to turn for you or turn around for you, but mid-March is going to bring in a lot of changes for you, and then you're going to have to make some choices. Something you weren't aware of in the past is going to pop up, Um, a most formation or an answer to a question that you've been looking for. And again, you're asking about love, so I'm assuming this is all about love. Um, Some information is going to come in or something's going to pop up, an answer to a question possibly. And after you get that, you're going to be able to move forward full speed ahead, and you're going to be able to make any changes that you want to make or or choices that you want to make. I am going to tell you by the end of March, the situation that you are in right now is going to be very different than it is right now. I think I said that correctly. By the end of March, okay, the, the way things are right now, by the end of March, they will be very different than they are right now. I think I'm saying that correctly. (laughs) Okay, anyway, I hope that was really, really helpful for you. I hope that answered your question. I hope it helped you. Um, And I will tell you, in June, if you're in a relationship right now um, or talking to somebody right now, I feel like those are the changes that are coming in. But either way, in June, somebody brand new, 
is coming in for you, and this brand new person in June is going to take you down a whole new road. So I hope that makes sense, and uh, thank you so much for calling in. I'm sorry I had to meet you during um, your answer, but I hope that answer was helpful. I'm going to go to 509. Oh, 509, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, um, my name is Erica, and I'm calling from Washington State. Mm-hmm. Hey, Erica, how are um, you I'm good, thank you. Um, I, I want... I would like like a mediumship message. Um, my grandpa just had his first um, heavenly birthday recently, oh. and um, yeah, I love that. What's your grandpa's first name, love? First name is Jose. Jose. Yes. Okay. It's so funny. Okay, so I don't I don't know if you're watching, but for those of you watching, as soon as she said mediumship, I saw a flash of light, and I kept hearing Joe, Joe, Joe. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, so the first thing that I want you to know is um, – the first thing I'm hearing is safe and sound, safe and sound, safe and sound. Um, there is no time. There is no reality. The way we think of reality, it's very different. It's very different. It's very, well, the word cosmic is coming through from your grandpa. Um, okay, this, I... I hope this makes sense to you, and I hope it is uh, helpful for you. He is saying, take care of, take care of. Now, once he says take care of, I don't hear anything else. So I don't know if he's asking you to take care of your mom or your dad or yourself, but he's saying take care of, and then it just cuts out. So I'm going to try to get a just a a little, like a little bit more on that. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, that's poetic. When I asked him, who do you want, what should she take care of? He said, life. Take care of your life. Take care of your life. Make make your life how you, how you, um, I think I know what he's trying to say, but it's like kind of broken. So make your life how you want it, how you see it in your mind, make it, or how you want it in your mind, make it that way in your reality. Um, Make sure that you are taking care to do that. Make sure that you are taking care to make your life the life that you want. Or like if there's something that you're like, man, I wish I, I wish I could do this, or I wish I could have that just, don't say I wish, just move forward and start making it that, like having that. Mm-hmm. And then to say, tell them, tell them I'm okay. Tell them peace, um, peace is with me. Tell them peace is with me. Peace, tell them I am also with them. Tell, let them know that I am in, 
Okay, I, I'm going to say it the way he's saying it, but then I'm also going to give a little explanation. I am in their energy. This just means he's with them. He's always around them and with them. And he also wants everybody to know everybody um, that he, he has not gone, technically, he has not gone any place. He's still with them. The only difference is now that you guys cannot see or hear him the way you used to. Um, you have to close, most of you have to close your eyes or dream of him or you hear him as a thought in your mind. But he is still there. I've, I've not gone any, I've not gone any place. Okay? Um, I have a question. Um, he left so suddenly and um, I was the person that was there in the hospital with him and this was, you know, a year ago, we're still in the pandemic, and so they weren't really allowing anybody, but I, I fought to be there. Um, ultimately, obviously, he didn't make it out, and he wanted to. I feel like I probably wasn't the best nurse or the best. I wish it was somebody else, like my no, brother no. or... No, 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 oh. no. You were the person, and nobody could have changed the outcome. Nobody could have changed the outcome. But uh, I did try my best, you know. And um, I'm going to tell you, even though he wanted to get out of the hospital, he was prob- he wasn't going to go back home. There was too much compromised or too much complicated with him by that point and he didn't have even if he would have gone back home he may have lasted a day uh, if he would have made it out of the hospital I'm going to tell you there there was something that was too it was too compromised or too complicated mm-hmm. and there Things you may not have known about or things that you may not have known that were going on with him and his system that um, that you it just would have been like I keep hearing is there were there are things you know about, but then also his heart and other things going on, it was just too much, and no matter who would have been there, it would have been the same exact same result okay yeah and sometimes i feel guilty but at the same time i feel like it was his time i mean he and then i go to being grateful he lived a long life he was 80 and then i think about man i'm glad they didn't put him in a ventilator because it would have not it wouldn't have been good like i don't know it's like seeing him suffering that way I don't think it would have been the right choice either. So I just accept the the fact that, you know, we're not mortal. Like, we don't live in this body forever. And it was just his time to go. So, I mean, I have a little bit of guilt because I feel like, man, I I should have done things different or I could have, you know, the the could have. But then I'm just like, no, I need to let go of that because that's just not positive at all. 
and you know yeah. I had the best intentions and and that's what I you know try to remember I'm going to tell you this um there's no okay and um again I need to say um even if he it was his just please know it was his time he didn't have mm-hmm. that option of if he you know wanted to go or wanted to stay he this wasn't up to you and no matter what you would have done it would not have made a difference in his final outcome or him having another day or another week and at least the final time that he had, it was in the most amount of peace without distress. He would not have been happy at all to be on a ventilator, and he would have never come off the ventilator. So then you would have second-guessed yourself, did I do the right thing by putting him on the ventilator? And at least this way, (laughs) you know, it was like this. It was just, I'm going to tell you, it was his time he didn't have um there's i'm gonna say it again there's nothing you could have done that could have changed the outcome and he understands from where he is from where he sees things he get he sees that now okay love Mhm. yeah okay okay yeah i really and i just I just now remember, um, like, the good things. You know, I was able to put Netflix on that TV, and we would watch the safaris. He loved animals, so we would watch that, and then he would, like, um, eat on his own. He'd be like, oh, I'm healthy. Like, look, I'm, I'm feeling better. So he would eat <laughs> on his own and um, enjoy his meals. Like, I try to remember the good times, even if it was in the hospital, you know, the good I do need to say he was really grateful for you being there and for everything that you did and just the companionship, just the um, com- camaraderie, the, the being there and being, it, it gave him a sense of peace. And you being there, you were, you are, were so genuine with him and his um, care that that helped him a great deal. It helped it. He could feel your love coming through, but he, he also knew you you felt um, very concerned with the outcome of everything. But he wants to tell you nothing could have changed this outcome. Nothing could have changed how, how what, what happened or how it happened. Nothing could have changed that. Okay. 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 There, and, there was something like, it's almost like if he was in the hospital for this, let's just say he was in the hospital for this thing, something else came in that caused <clears throat> that caused more problems. There was a lot more going on with his health than you even realized. Okay, love? Mhm. So you know that um, there was so much more going on, so many more complications going on than you were aware of, sweetie. So please don't feel badly about this. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
um, say thank you so much for calling in and let you know I'm really grateful I was able to connect with your grandpa for you. And I'm, I want you to just hold on for a second because I, I want you to tell us, I want to, you know, I don't want to keep you on the line while I tell this story. But when my mom, the day my mom went into the hospital, I knew it wasn't good. As soon as my sister called me and said, you know, mom went in for surgery, I heard this isn't good. And I knew. And then during her surgery, I saw her. And she like showed up to me, and instead of me just listening, I was like, oh, good, see, everything's okay. And I just talked like a million miles a minute to her, telling her we needed her and she couldn't go any place and yada, yada, yada. But still knowing, like, it wasn't a good situation. So she came out of surgery, and um, my sister called me and said everything was good and that uh, the surgery went well. And I thought, oh, well, maybe maybe that information was wrong, and it's never wrong. Because then a couple of hours later, <clears throat> this was not a good idea to tell this story. Uh, a couple of hours later, um, they, my sister called and said that she um, was not doing good for whatever reason and that there were more complications. It wasn't, there was an infection, sepsis, and um, her oxygen intake and outtake, um, and a number of, there were just a number of things going on. And so it ended up, you know, there, there was nothing they could do no matter what. And I feel like kind of the same situation with your grandfather, where, it's not just one thing that was going on. It was a number of things that were going on, a number of things compromised within his system that even if they would have been able to fix this, there was that. And then if they would have fixed that, there was this. And then in the end, I just keep hearing there was something with his heart and his chest. And so whatever that is for you, sweetie, please don't, don't carry this. Don't carry this with you because then it's almost like it's doing a disservice to him also. And the idea is to just have the sweet memories and accept the outcome. I know so difficult, especially for somebody so young that was there. And remember, if you couldn't fix it, if the, if the hospital couldn't fix it, if the doctors, doctors and nurses couldn't do it, there's nothing that could be done. Nothing. Nothing that could have been done that would have saved it or fixed it or, or changed the outcome. Please always remember that, okay, Cindy? Okay, I'm going to go to the next caller. Um, hi, Amanda. How are you? Welcome to the show. Um, Amanda's an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon, Pisces rising. I'm a Gemini sun, Gemini Venus, and I don't know the rest of it. It's not Gemini. I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, Sally is wondering, how will the meetings go with my mom? Uh, how will it go, meet, go when? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. 
Um, Sally wants to know, I was wondering how will the meeting go when my mom meets my boyfriend for the first time? It's going to go good. Um, The first thing I hear is good, and then I hear really good. I feel like there's going to be some camaraderie. Again, that word camaraderie that I can barely say comes out. I feel like you're going to have some... It's going to be, there's going to be some kismet there, and I, I'm doing this, so that's an interesting thing, and I'm right-handed, so the things I do in my intention are right-handed. The things spirit does are typically left-handed. Um, I feel like there's going to be, like, some kismet there or some, like a bit of magic when they first meet. Don't have expectations. Don't try to speak for either of them or accommodate them. They're both full-grown adults and have their conversations, and they'll be able to work in their own direction. Um, Like the biggest thing I hear is don't interfere with the conversation. Just let them talk. You might even learn something new um, at that time, okay? Okay. I hope that that is good. I'm going to go to the next caller, and I think, you guys, did I do 509? I think 307 is next. We're about to find out. 307, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Alyssa Stoll, and I'm calling from Wyoming. Hey there. How can I help you today? Hi. Well, um, we had a, my friends here with me, too, but we just had a good friend of ours, um, he was only 28, and uh, he got in a um, head-on. He got in a head-on and died. And we just want to know if he's at peace or. Can if I he's okay. ask his first? Yeah, his name was Adam. Adam. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes. Uh. Completely at peace. Um. Too, uh, I hear too much too fast, and I hear um, that don't worry, tales are going to come out. Everybody's going to know everything, and don't worry about, about like, almost like don't worry about the, the details because they're all going to come out. Um, and then he, I just hear he's giving me all these songs, um, which I know a lot of people will not appreciate, but they have a sense of humor on the other side. I am telling you, they have a wicked but sense of humor on the other side. And one of the th- things, one of the songs I'm hear- hearing is Billy Joel, Only the Good Die Young. And then I hear that song, Live Fast, Die Hard, or Die, Live live hard, whatever. I don't know that song, or maybe that's a movie. I don't I don't really know, but it's coming in very quickly, and I can't understand it completely. But I think it's a song because it's like, live hard, live fast, live fast. I don't know, but he's saying he really enjoyed his life. Okay, we're going to get off of that, Adam, and we're going to move to the next thing. Um, he really enjoyed his uh, most of his life he enjoyed well not most of it he enjoyed it. tell everybody thank you and let them know um the details will come out 
the details will come out. That's really important to him. I don't know why he keeps repeating that. The details will come out. Like, the, whatever questions that they have about this, those details are going to come out. People are going to know, okay? About, like, what part of the, about his wreck or his life or what part? I'm going to guess what, what, that they have might be about the accident or the wreck, but if they're about his life, whatever the questions are, the details are going to come out. Okay, love? Okay. All right. And he's, they, he's building the peace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I want to apologize because you're very gargled, and I know that that's blog talk. I know that that's probably not your phone. Um, I've been having on and off good connection all day with everybody, and I really – apologize for that but I can barely make out what you're saying um, and asking so I'm just going to go to the next caller but um, if you want to hang up and call back in I will check down the list to see if you called back in and if we cannot get a better connection I'm going to go to 520520 what's your name and where are you calling from hi my name is Lisa and I'm calling from Arizona Hey, Lisa, how are you today? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was just um, calling to ask about um, my love connection with Dan. Okay. Do you want, okay, do you have a specific question about you and Dan, or should I just free Willie? Yeah. Yeah. Free Willie? uh, uh, ongoing, uh, fairly new, and I'm just wondering what you pick up psychically from his end about the relationship with me. Okay. And so the one thing I hear when it comes to Dan and the relationship about the two of you, okay, the first thing I hear is 28, 28, 28. So whether this is you or him, something happened when one of you were 28 that changed the dynamics of how they feel or how they go about relationships. Now, I, this might be you, but I feel like also it could be him because we're asking about him. I feel like he's very, very slow to commit. He's very slow to um, to really put his foot forward and say this is it, um, whether it's him or you, one of you was before and doesn't want to be duped again. Um, and I think that could be most adults in relationship today, but I'm just going to say Whatever it was, he wants to make sure, whatever it is that happened at 28, he, like, goes way above and whatever to make sure it's not going to happen again. Now, given the fact that I'm tapping into the right person and the right energy, I'm going to tell you he does like you. Um, He likes you a lot, but he's not sure at this time and point 
He's ready for that next step. Can I ask how old is he right now? Um, 50. 50. Okay. His next best time frame for commitment, for serious, serious commitment is going to be 54. Now, serious, serious commitment is like opening to this is the person I want to be with, yada, yada. Okay? That doesn't mean he won't be in a committed relationship up until then, but taking a relationship to that next level um, is going to come in right around 52, but really being in that like, yeah, this is it point, I'm ready point is going to be at 54. Now, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. A man can have the most amazing, beautiful, perfect woman for him standing in front of him, but if he's not ready on those levels, he won't commit. Certain things have to come into play before that man is ready to commit, commit. Like, they can be in a monogamous, like, yeah, we're kicking it relationship. But that full-on, let's do this, won't come until their boxes are checked. It doesn't matter who's in front of them. They're not women. They don't make emotional, I'm so in love with this person, I want to run with it, decisions, most of them. Most of them make decisions on, I'm financially where I want to be. I know I can take care of everything. Psychologically and mentally, this feels good. I trust this situation as much as the person, and then they're ready to take that leap. I feel like there are a few things in his life he's taking care of. At 52, he's going to start to hit that point, and at 54, he'll be at that point. Whatever that point is for him, whatever that is for him, it's going to come in for that serious, serious commitment at around 54. Having said that, does he like you? Yes. Uh, will he be in this relationship with you and be um, moving forward with you? Yes. Are you going to be the person at 52 or 54? I don't know. That's up to you because you have to determine. I think there are going to be some things that come in for you, some red flags that you may have already seen one or two, but there's going to be another one, and it's a, a pretty big one, and you're not going to be able to unsee it. And then you're going to be the person who makes the choice of if this is the direction you want to continue going in. And that's, that's where I can leave that. I don't think this is going to be his choice in the end. It's going to be your choice of if you want to stay in this because of something you figure out or see with him. Okay, sweetie? Yeah, thank you. You know, he tells me a lot about, how he wants to commit and that we're in it together. And so thank you for your psychic um, tuning in because sometimes I, I don't know, I just, everything you say makes sense as far as what I, because I wake up at 1 a.m. and I think, is this a good choice for me? You know, I ask myself. Okay, let me, I'm going to repeat a few things here, okay, because I want to make sure, and, and I, I do want you to re-listen to this, I, and I want to make sure you're understanding, um, the, the most important thing I want to say is, 
A relationship shouldn't happen because we're waiting for a guy to want us. It should happen because this is this feels right and it's in the right place and everything is moving in the right direction. The second thing I want to say is I, I did say you've already seen a couple of red flags and there's going to be another pretty big red flag coming in and and you really at that point you're not going to be able to unsee it and you're going to have to make the decision of whether you want to stick in this or not. He's not going to want to commit more than he already is until about the age of 52. Now, again, I want to say just because you have that number of 52 and 54, that's not a reason to hold on if you are seeing some red flag or a significant red flag in the future that tells you something. And I'm going to say this. And I do want you to at least re-listen to this part of the show. Because somebody likes us and they're entertaining us, Because just because they're the person that's in front of us, it does not mean they're the person. If you are waking up at 1 in the morning and questioning this, I'm going to tell you the answer is probably your angel's are trying to shake you out of your sleep to tell you to look at the red flag that I brought up prior to you saying that. I also said when you see this next red flag that you won't be able to unsee or let me put it this way, the next flag that you see, you won't be able to excuse it away. Like once you see this, you can't unsee it. You won't be able to make excuses for it. And they'll keep showing you red flags until you get to that point of, like, okay, I finally get it. I don't have to just go along to get along because this is the person in front of me be the best fit for me. Your question was how does he feel about you? Yeah, he digs you. He's there. He's in you. He's, he's getting up in it, okay? He digs you. That doesn't make him the perfect person for you. And I I really hope you re-listen to at least this part of the show to understand that even if he's giving you every indication that he's madly in love with you, that doesn't make him the perfect person or the right person for you. But in this case they 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 said he You've already seen a couple of red flags, and there's going to be the next flag is going to be pretty significant, uh, pretty big flag that is going to, you're not going to be able to unsee it. That's all I can say is whatever comes in next, it's like they're slowly showing you, okay, this is, this is it. This, this is where we are. You, this is your, like, get out of out of jail, whatever, however you want to say that. Now, in relationships, it's, we always have free will and choice. We can repeat a cycle with the same person or a new person until it really clicks that, listen, I don't, I, I, I can do happy by myself. When I'm on my own, I'm really, really happy, questioning 
who I am, how I am, if I'm pretty because the guy I'm with is staring at every other chick in the place. I don't quite, when I find myself, I'm, I'm good by me. Okay. I'm good on me. I am way good on me. Okay. I can go out. I can have fun. It's all good. Okay. I'm going to tell you if you're going to be with someone, Make sure someone makes you feel better than that. Make sure somebody, whomever you are with, man, woman, no matter what, whomever you are with, you should feel better with them than you did with the last person and than you do by yourself, and not because you're lonely, okay? And, well, at least I'm not alone or I was lonely and I didn't want to be alone. This person should, as my friend Cindy says, they should come in and accentuate you. They should ask you. They should give to you. And that doesn't mean financially, although that is an aspect to look at because you should not be depleted in any area because of a partner either, energetically, financially, emotionally. So, I'm going to say to you again, please pay attention to the flags and figure out what what works for you. Okay, beautiful? And I, I'm the clock is really running down, and I would stay on this call with you. However, unfortunately, I have like a minute and a half left. We're going to hear it on the phone any second. I say, hey, Mimi, how are you? Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. Uh, please remember, you are loved beyond what you can imagine. I love you so stinking much, each and every one of you. And just because somebody doesn't say, I love you, it doesn't mean they don't love you. Maybe, you know, people get busy, they have whatever. So don't 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 make that kind of assumption. And I just want to say, I'll... Sure, be back Monday with a show at noon. Although I'm gonna, I say this every weekend. I'm gonna try to do a show this weekend. I promise you, I am. Until then, please go make the miracles in your life. Just go make them happen. Uh, I'll see you soon and take care.